Warshipping Administration, Washington. Release on presentation, Monday, April 9th, 4.15 p.m. I believe the year is 1944. The SS Samuel Parker today became the first American merchant vessel to be sighted as gallant ship when Vice Admiral Emery S. Land, United States Navy, retired, Warshipping Administration, awarded her a plaque for distinguished service under innumerable enemy attacks while delivering supplies to our invasion forces in the North African and Sicily campaign. The Gallant Ship Award, authorized by Presidential Executive Order, is presented to merchant ships by the Warshipping Administration for outstanding action under attack or for gallant action in maritime distress or other emergencies at sea. The bronze and wood plaque was designed by the famous sculptor Joe Davidson and will be mounted in a conspicuous place on the ship. In addition, the master and each member of his crew aboard ship during this voyage will be awarded a green and gray ribbon bar with a silver seahorse device superimposed. Each member of the U.S. Navy Armed Guard crew aboard the time will also receive the ribbon bar award. Captain Elmer J. Stull of Seattle, Washington, master of the Samuel Parker during the period she earned her award, now commands another ship, one which took part in the light invasion. He is now in San Francisco, and Admiral Land has sent him the following message of congratulation. I regret that you cannot be here to share personally in the honor of having the Samuel Parker, the ship of which you were the distinguished master, receive the first gallant ship's plaque and citation. The nation you and your crew so courageously served by delivering the goods to our fighting fronts honors you today, and I personally want to say, well done. For six months of 1943, the Samuel Parker, a Liberty ship, shuttled among Mediterranean ports with troops and every kind of military supplies. Often unloading her cargo within the sound of front-line shooting, the Samuel Parker, named after a missionary explorer, not only repulsed a constant air attack, but was also harassed by mines, flaming gasoline from exploding ships, bombs, and torpedoes. Her hull and superstructure were pierced by more than 140 holes, and she bore many other battle scars. Three distinguished service medals have already been presented to men of the Samuel Parker. One went to Captain Stull for his leadership, seamanship, and cool courage in the face of many dangers. The others were presented to N.K. Storkerson, Chief Officer of Portland, Oregon, and to Fred A. Anderson, able seaman from Amite, Louisiana, who together defied almost certain death to descend unhesitantly into one hold with a fire hose and extinguish an ammunition fire. After the all-clear had sounded, though flames still covered the water, a terrific explosion from a nearby ship knocked the crew of the Samuel Parker flat and started two fires, which were finally brought under control. The Samuel Parker made her way outside the inferno of the harbor and sailed for Alexandria, Egypt, carrying 280 prisoners of war. From Alexandria back to Tripoli, the convoy was attacked by wave after wave of planes. Several ships were sunk. But the Samuel Parker escaped with her cargo of blockbusters and aviation gasoline. She then moved on to Sfax in Tunisia, arriving in time to help celebrate the capture of Tunis and Bezeret. Next, she was sent back to Alexandria and loaded for the big push across the Mediterranean. Captain Stull's next report on the Samuel Parker began. Guess you'd better take another ship off the shelf. I've just about used this one up. He was reporting on the invasion of Sicily. He had anchored off the Syracuse beach in sight of Mount Etna, 20 minutes after dropping anchor on July 13. His ship was greeted by the first of a long series of air raids, some of which destroyed ships on either side of her and scored near misses on herself. By 1 o'clock in the morning of July 15, she had pumped 8,000 rounds of ammunition up at the enemy from her own guns. But she was not through. A few hours later, a stick of bombs dropped across the Samuel Parker's bow, one bomb miraculously passing through a chalk without exploding until it hit the water below. 
Though it enlarged the chalk considerably, in another five minutes a plane had laid another line of bombs at right angles to the ship, missing by only 40 feet. On July 22nd, when only four ships remained in the harbor to be unloaded, several direct hits inflicted the greatest damage to the Samuel Parker. Several fires were started. Two men were killed, others injured. It was at this point that Chief Mate Storkinson and Abel Seaman Anderson, with unflinching bravery, subdued ammunition and gasoline fires. When the all-clear sounded again, Captain Stull counted 125 holes of various sizes in the Samuel Parker's hull, plating, and other 22 holes in her superstructure and fittings. But after some of the holes had been plugged, the gallant ship heaved up her anchor for Malta, Tripoli, Algiers, and back to the United States, and she is still in service. She was built by the Oregon Shipbuilding Corporation and launched November 7, 1942. She is operated by the American Mail. List of the members from the merchant crew of the SS Samuel Parker from November 17, 1942 to August 28, 1943. You can read that list online. Links will be in the description. Read by Patrick Danforth.